Y'all remember Reba? <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. It's like somebody made us do that, but that was all our own accord. <laughs> Nick oh, just shook goodness. his head. Hello. Some, some say they didn't want to do that. No. Oh, damn. Damn. A roast. Hot take. A Hot roast take. from producer Nick. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, yeah, send us an email or tweet us. Let us know how you feel about our outbursts of song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if they if anybody emailed us and told us they didn't like it, would we? We would stop? still do it. We, we, we no. need at least fifty emails before we would even consider changing oh, yeah. our minds. Just, maybe two, actually. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's too too many. But one, no way. <laughs> no way. I am an artist, and I do have integrity. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hello, I'm Deb. Hi, and I'm Peyton. And this um, is Queer Movie Night. This is Queer Movie Night. The, this week is uh, Deborah's pick for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the pick is Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yeah. Um, talk to, this is a, a pretty new movie. I think came out last year. Yeah. Um, 2017. Yeah. Talk about uh, how did you discover this movie? Where did you first watch it? Why did you pick it? Um, I think I read about it when it was being made on Autostraddle or After on. It was one of them. Is Autostraddle also like a lesbian yeah. film thing? Yeah. It's kind of like where After Ellen stopped... And Auto I fell short. Began. Yeah, out of shadow, yeah. picked up and began. Um, it's I I I was just reading up on it, and then it came out, but it came out so quietly. Yeah, nobody did it really come knows out what at it theaters? is. It did technically, okay. but I don't think it was in theaters long. Yeah, and there was no marketing for it. There was no press. There was nothing. I mean, really, it was nothing. very quiet. Very I, quiet. I heard about it a little bit, but I, I'm I told you before I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, so I think that's why I heard about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it, I don't know why it was so quiet, but mm-hmm. it's such a good movie. It's as an 86%, a very sexy movie. Oh my God. It's, it has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll say yeah. that. And, um, it is sexy as fuck. I think Kayla and I, we were just jonesing for something gay and I saw that it was available uh-huh. on Hulu. That's, it's on Hulu right now. Yeah. Um, and I think I was like, oh, I heard about this. Let's watch yeah. it. Wow, was that a ride? Yeah, um, we loved it so much. I was honestly surprised by how much I liked it. I really, really loved it, and I, it is like one of the sexiest movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like it's really hot. 
Um, it's not even very explicit or anything. It's just, I don't know what it is about the chemistry of the actors. There's a chemistry or, between the three of them that is so brilliant yeah. that I think is so fucking difficult. So here, what is, what is, let's give the basic yeah. rundown of the so movie. So first of all, this is, um, a, a, I guess you could say biopic. It's based off of a true story. Um, it's about, um, what's his name? Charles Marston, who, uh, is the creator of Wonder Woman Um, and he's also, um, he also, um, invented the lie detector machine, which, um, this film highlights both of those instances. And this is interesting, uh, because this is the first, uh, movie we've done that actually features a polyamorous relationship as well. So, um, the film covers, um, it starts with Professor Marston and his wife, Elizabeth, and they both work at Harvard or... It's the it, this is like the Harvard for girls. It's like the Harvard. <laughs> it sounds like I'm making that up. <laughs> but what like, is it? I'm yeah, drinking. I can't remember. So they work at a college together. He is the professor, and she's like technically his assistant, but they're partners. Harvard together. Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Um, and he teaches a class of all girls. It is a co-ed school, I think, unless maybe they have a neighboring school because there are know. boys around. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But anyway, um, it's an all-girls class, and he's teaching uh, disc theory, which is um, dominance. Uh, So so disc disc is a... (laughs) It's dominance? Dominance, inducement, dominance, inducement, submission, and compliance. Which, Kayla told me, she, Goodyear, because she works for Goodyear, Uh they use the disc theory. So this is like a very real thing. This guy started so many things. Yeah. Um, so basically his whole, um, theory or, uh, uh, his whole mindset of thinking is that people like to be dominated and they like to comply. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying that women are vessels are, are better vessels for inducement because they can, um, sort of seduce men and then get them to do whatever they want. Um, and so he's teaching this theory in class and um, they are doing experiments they're working on a lie detector machine but they don't know how to get it to work and they are looking for an assistant from their class where they and they meet uh, this one young woman what's her name? Olive Byrne Olive Byrne um, and she volunteers to be the assistant and right away uh, Charles is attracted to her because she's like an, an attractive young woman and Elizabeth is hesitant for that relationship to what's so fascinating what what caught me immediately about this movie in the first couple scenes elizabeth and charles are talking they're married and Mm. they like bone right in his office and they like drink in his office yeah they seem very chill yeah and she works there as well and she like meant and she's so intelligent she Mm. mentions that she doesn't have tenure she's arguably more intelligent than he is yeah more Yeah. yeah Yeah. Uh, qualified, but mm-hmm. she because she's a woman and it's the time. What is the year that this was set? Uh, I can't so remember. the the whole movie is like framed around this device of him looking back. So a lot of it's told in flashback, and he. Meanwhile, we're seeing him get uh, interviewed by Connie Britton, who plays the uh, bad guy in this movie. Mommy, like <laughs> she's like a very Christian lady who's like she sucks in the movie, but I think Connie Britton. Yeah, so I think she's great, and she's great in this movie. Yeah, um, she's uh, sort of trying to um, uh, what's it called? Like 
edit or like uh what's it called when they like cut stuff out of books and things yeah um, censor. She's trying oh. to censor Wonder Woman. So he's like making a case for Wonder Woman. Because have we mentioned that he also is a creator of Wonder Woman? I think we did. did we but that? yes. <laughs> yes, he created Wonder Woman. Um, uh, did you guys know? <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, but anyway, so he's looking back. And so where right? it starts, 1946 is 46. the first year yeah. that it starts, I think. The the part where he's talking to Connie Britton is in 1945. The part where they're at college is in the 1930s. Dope. I don't know if y'all know anything about me, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but period pieces, gay, like period lesbian pieces, uh-huh. fuck me up. <laughs> so There's nothing them. sexier to me <laughs> than two women secretly doing the dirty in a time where it was not allowed. <laughs> I think the like I think it's just the like forbiddenness of yeah. it that gets to me. I yeah. know I've talked about this before because it's like a very specific niche of mine that yeah. I like love so much. Um but that was also something that like attracted me to watching it. To watching the first this movie. time. Mm-hmm. To go back on what I was saying, the first thing that like caught me was how chill Elizabeth was because when you look back and you think of like your wifely duties, quote unquote, in the 1930s, oh. um, they don't fit in the mold mm. of like a couple that both of them are very um, ahead of their time. They're mm-hmm. both, they both consider themselves feminists mm-hmm. and they are just like very equal, equal um, mm-hmm. together. There's, yeah. there's an equal partnership and I don't think either of them like holds the other one above the other one. Yeah. Um, and they're just like a very strong, equally divided couple for the 1930s. Yeah. And, but it's when they're talking on the stairs mm-hmm. um, at the, at, on campus and he's like, that girl over there, something about her. I think she had, she like already applied yeah, to be their yeah. assistant or mm-hmm. something. And she was like, I think doesn't she like outright say like she's like you want to fuck her yeah she's like oh she's like oh you just want to fuck her and he's like well and then she's like well and she's like I don't get sexually jealous yeah she says. and she's yeah. like well I mean you're that's that's how it is yeah it was like I, this is not verbatim it does struck means. it it did that moment struck me as well but it was she was so like he was like yeah yeah I think she's really fucking hot and she's like mm-hmm. yeah I don't blame you and you probably will fuck her but like and she's like I don't get sexually jealous so yeah but then so what happens like in the next yeah. scene is Olive is like hello and she comes to the office and she's like I'm your new assistant aide and Elizabeth is like don't, don't fuck, fuck my, my husband, husband. <laughs> <laughs> which is shocking at first yes and you're like, well, what the fuck? She just acted so cool. But then it's, I think it's so, okay, I'll say, and I was going to talk about this the whole time. I think that she is the sexiest woman. Ugh. Which one, Elizabeth? Yes. Yeah, she's hot. Rebecca she's also Hall an amazing so actress. Yeah. I love Rebecca Hall. Yeah. She's I love great. her so much. She's such a babe to me. And she is like the sexiest I've ever seen her in this movie. She's really she's hot. She's so like, like, free and like seem and she's so confident Mm -hmm. and so smart and like Mm -hmm. so like i don't give a fuck fuck the patriarchy like i'm a woman i'm gonna do what i want to do and i'm gonna fuck who i want to fuck yeah and it is the most sexy thing yeah in the world they couldn't have they couldn't have cast this movie more perfectly because even as like a gay woman Mm -hmm. i was like who's the actor what he's, the guy yeah. Luke Evans? Yeah, he's yeah. so sexy too. Like, what a <laughs> sexy couple. Yeah, to put in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Anyway, so she Olive comes and she's like, "I'm gonna be the new teacher assistant." And she was like, well, "Don't fuck my husband." And then she makes her cry, <laughs> and Olive runs away. And then Charles is like, 
What the I thought you're doing good. So I could, I thought, uh, well, you just made her cry. Yeah. And um, then she's like, oh, I do feel bad about making her cry. Yeah. Well, didn't she say she just didn't want, she didn't want him to fuck her because he didn't want to, she didn't want to distract him away from the yeah. work. Because they're like so on she, the cusp of figuring out the yeah. lie detector test. She didn't want him to get distracted. She wanted him to focus on the work. And that's what it was really about. Not because she was jealous of her. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I think that's kind of like a blurry line where you could see, because I think she is a little bit jealous, but not of him, just that, like, he has the freedom to do that and she doesn't. Oh, fuck me up, Peyton. (laughs) What a sexy sentence. Yeah. And I think you're 100% on the mark. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's jealous of them being sexually attracted to each other, but she's jealous that if she had wanted to stray, that that's not really okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really interesting. And the, the thing that I think about the couple is that he's like sort of on the side. And I think that the two ladies are really the hot ticket. They are. Yeah. Like they're really, it's confirmed throughout the movie at that, even by the end of the movie too. Yeah. Um, Um, but <laughs> wow, where does this go for me? I we, I so, kind yeah, of like did away with this thing of like where we go through the synopsis. Yeah, yeah. But this movie is too interesting to me. Yeah. So like we have to hit yeah. the big ticket things. So and they that's like um the whole movie. yeah. So she becomes their assistant. They are working on the lie detector test, and she sort of sort of helps with that. She sort of um she's the one that uh comes to the discovery that like you sort of have to ask emotionally compelling questions to get an actual result out of it. Um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of scenes in the front half of this movie of them just taking lie detector tests. Like then, and it's so wild to me where they're like, when it gets to the point where you're realizing they're all sort of attracted to each other, where they're all like, do you love me? Do you love him? (laughs) Do you love her? Do you want to fuck me? Do you want to fuck him? Do you want to fuck her? It is hot, but it's also like, why do they keep saying love and then fuck? I know. (laughs) Um, but the first, I think the first time... They do it. What happens? Elizabeth has Elizabeth gets all upset. Of, up, all, like, under no, the... Th- Elizabeth has him, right? Oh, right. And he, she asks him, like, do if you want to fuck Olive? Olive? And he says yes. And he says yes. And then Olive... Runs away. runs away. Or no, Elizabeth runs away, and then Olive runs after her. Oh, and that's a huge moment. Yes. Because Olive goes... Olive's like, like, I don't love him. I I love love you. you. And that kiss, so fucking hot. Yeah, and they kiss, and then then Elizabeth was like, no, 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 we can't do this. We can't do this. Yeah, yeah. So then they, like, all break up. Also, there's, like, a side thing where Olive is engaged to this, like, boring white dude who wants to control her, and it's, like, obvious that, like, they want to get him away from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so fascinating to me. I know I just just said this, but I think it adds an extra layer of difficulty to act in a movie where you have to have equal chemistry and make an audience believe that three of you are falling in love with each other and want to fuck each other and be in a relationship because I feel like polyamory is just not something you see in movies, which is why this movie stuck out so hard to me and stuck with me because not only did they like tackle this thing that Mm -hmm. people don't talk about in movies, but they did it fucking well. And the acting is so believable. Mm -hmm. I believe all three of them. Yeah. And I, it really opened up my eyes too because I really did not understand how polyamory I didn't really either. worked. I know. And I think it it was it was eye opening to me that I was like, they all do hold equal importance in their relationship and they all contribute and they are um 
it just, it really opened my eyes to like see how that sort of relationship could be functional and like how it could work. And that was really important for me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like polyamory is like the butt of a joke a lot. Yeah. Or like people. the punchline of something. And it, 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 it just like, or like, it's like assumed like, it's just so a guy can sleep with like a yeah. lot of women. But it yeah. was, it was so fascinating and yeah. well done and the, the and i do love that they so focus believable. like like i was joking about how they say do you love us do you want to fuck us i do like how they highlight the importance of these people love each other they're not just like looking to fuck they're all like in love with each other yeah yeah well so what they, not that there would be anything wrong with just wanting to fuck either but i think so what happens is they like go out with olive and they're like well we want to meet your fiance for mm-hmm. like gonna be and there's definitely like tension between the three of them but they mm-hmm. haven't acted on anything yet and they meet him and he's like really lame and yeah. he's like i see what you're doing you're brainwashing my my soon-to-be wife um you fucking freaks and yeah. they're like uh okay you're <laughs> dud and so olive is like I have to marry him. And they, and like, she like leaves them for a second and they're like, what the fuck? And then she come, when do they get her back? There's a thing. So Elizabeth and her get in that fight. And then Elizabeth and Charles ask to have her, like ask her back. Yeah. I can't remember what happens, but yeah, she's like, we would be open to like being with you. And she's like, I'm still with him. And then they're like, well, we won't have sex, but we'll just be friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I can't remember what happens. I think I think they get to the point where like Elizabeth or, or Olive admits that she like loves Elizabeth. I think then it's like a montage of them just like falling harder falling for each other, more in love, even just as friends. And yeah. what ha- And then they're like, okay, the lie detector. We really need to get this going, and we need to figure out how this works. They have like a breakthrough. One of them figures out like, oh, well, she just lied because her heart. Yeah, her heart rate jumped, jumped, blah blah blah, and they start to figure out. So they're like, okay, let's put Olive under this thing Mm -hmm. and let's ask her some questions. And this is where the famous, the famous scene that Payne's been talking about comes. And they're they're like, he's like, do you love me? Like Charles says that, and she's like, no. And her heart rate spikes, but it it says she's lying. And then he's like, do you want to have sex with me? And she's like, no. And then it spikes again. And then he says, do you love Elizabeth? And she says, no. And it spikes again. And then she says, do you want to have sex with Elizabeth? And she says, no. And it spikes again. Yeah. And then he's like, Elizabeth, what do you think about this? And she's like, well, it's flattering. So, like, she won't, like, give into it. Mm -hmm. And then Olive, like, gets upset and runs away. And that's when Elizabeth chases Olive. Okay. How many lesbian movies have I seen? How many women have I seen kiss? (laughs) A million. This is one of the hottest kisses. I have ever every seen. scene where they're I mean, hooking up is like, is like the two women time. getting together and then and then he's like hey what's going on and they just like hold out her hand um, but they oh, you know what's so sexy specifically about how many times do you think we'll say sexy during this podcast <laughs> I want to do a word count sensual sensual um her when like Elizabeth when I love when like people hesitate to kiss yeah when they do that oh thing where they like their lips and she's touch. like pulling away yeah, it's and so pull, hot and then she Olive the tension. whimpers when she kisses her. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. She goes, oh my god, she it's like, so hot. Mm. She does this little whimper of like, oh my god, and it's so fucking hot. Oh. And then they all end up having sex in the in like they're the like trying on costumes. Yeah, they're in the theater. Of the theater, and it's hot. Oh god, it's it just so shows good. them like rotating between each other, it's which so doesn't good. sound like it would be done well, but it was so so well filmed. Mm-hmm. I love the way that it, this movie yeah. is very beautiful to the yeah. eye too. Yeah, it's like. I, it's just a really 
fucking good movie. Yeah. It's just so good. Um, so then uh, the school sort of finds out about their relationship and they get oh, fired. They get fired, yeah. So they move away. Olive is pregnant. So she's like, I'm pregnant. So that's why they sort of stay together. And then she has the baby, and then they decide they want to try to be a family. And so then it jumps ahead in time. They have a few other kids, um, and they're sort of seeing each other in secret, and they're trying to figure out how to make money because they're not doing well. Um, and that's when... Oh, Elizabeth loses her job, and she has to go back. She has to, like, she has go to be to a secretary. secretary, which yeah. is so frustrating. Yeah. This... That was a very shocking jump when they all of a sudden had all of these kids. Yeah, yeah. But this... Did we mention... I mean, I feel like people would assume, but this is based on a true story. This is the true story of... So I want to talk about that a little bit later, like how accurate it actually is. But yes, you, it's based off of a true story. Is it not accurate? It's not... It's not not accurate, but it's also probably not as accurate okay. as well, you I feel expect. like that's like... Not to just give it a pass, but I feel like that's kind of the case for a lot of yeah based on true story, quote unquote, movies. Yeah, I want to talk about it a little later. Just finish this part because, like, about the specifics. But yeah. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. So they have these kids. They become a family, and they're in secret. Um, that's when Marston sort of gets into the BDSM kind of scene, mm-hmm. which is also a huge topic that this movie thing uh, movie brings up and also if you are a big wonder woman fan in the early comics you will see that bondage is like actually incorporated into the series and people get tied down and stuff yeah the original series not like now um and it has like a lot of lesbian overtone undertones and uh, bdsm undertones um so he sort of gets into that and we sort of get the sense that olive is also into it but elizabeth is like not do you think, because when I was watching this with Kayla, she was like, do you think she just, like, got a little bit more reserved after, like, having to dumb down her career and, like, having kids? Because it was, a, they did a, t- a significant time jump. Elizabeth? Yeah. I think that, I think that she... Or is it her, as, like, a woman being, like, a woman shouldn't be dominated like this? I think that's part of it. I think a big part of it is that, and I wish, I wanted to see Olive tie down... Charles and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Elizabeth ties, Elizabeth ties her down and it's really hot. So they're, yeah, they're like, yeah, in this I secret- think, I think part of it is the politics of like men being tying down a woman. And I also think that a lot of it is Elizabeth does worry about like what people think about them and like, and like people seeing them because when the next door neighbors find out about the relationship, she's like, it's over. Oh, we can't Jesus. do this anymore. That's a, horrifying part yeah, of the movie that I wish so I could Yeah, it's so frightening, skip. yeah. They're in the middle of such, such specific sex things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, like, role-playing. Like, they're dressed as nurses and, like, fancy yeah. ladies and tying each other down. And then, why do they leave the fucking front door open? Was it, like, just not locked? I guess I it's just not locked. I thought maybe that was the time. Yeah, maybe. But, like, if you're having a sex party, lock, lock the door. Lock the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Also, but why would you just walk into someone's house when they don't answer the door? I think I guess that it was like Jesus. of its time like you would come well, in and drop off a cake or something I know well we did kind of jump though because that moment of when Olive comes out in the Wonder Woman suit is yeah. like the pinnacle moment of the movie that like is the cover of the movie too yeah yeah so while so Elizabeth and 
uh, Charles are having a fight about like this isn't what she wants and like you just are jerking off and like having a good time and then while that's happening Olive is like putting on this sort of dominatrix outfit they're in like this like this like illegal I'm assuming like store yeah like sort of back room, back room type like, of operation where they're like where, the, where this they guy sell, like, is selling like BDSM like sex mm-hmm, stuff and stuff yeah and um and so she puts the stuff on and you sort of see that Olive's not just going along with what he wants it's like something that she's also into um which yeah. I think is an important distinction to make and then um Elizabeth and Charles walk into the room and she like steps into the light in slow mo and she's wearing this like Wonder Woman thing <laughs> and you could just see Bo Charles and Elizabeth like think like Oh fuck, fuck. that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and it's like takes a moment and then they're like try it out. So then like Elizabeth ties her up yeah. and like it gets really She's hot. like, Is this what you really want? Yeah. And then, and then she gets in her and she's like, Then put your hands behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you imagine if Rebecca Hall said that too? Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? 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 Um, so then they get caught by the neighbors and they have this other like they separate. Um, and then it jumps to the present time. And we see that Charles is getting very sick. And in real life he had cancer, so that's what it it is. Um, so he gets very sick. And then they reach out to Olive because Olive like moved out and left. Um, and then in the end, um, they when sort did, of. Well, when did Wonder Woman come about? Like, so uh, before she left, yeah. So he started doing Wonder Woman right before they got caught. He because they he didn't have a job, and he but he was like a writer back in the day. So yeah. he's like, comic books are like really hot right now. I'm going to write something. So he creates the character of Wonder Woman. Mm. I was inspired by Olive. And then pitches Inspired it. by both of them. Or, yeah, yeah, by both of them. And then um, he pitches it, and it gets printed. Mm-hmm. So that's like what the, all the currents... Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah the little backstory on that. So he gets sick. Yeah. And, then, and everybody's broken up and yeah. sad. Yeah. Because he's sick, and they're all broken up. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth calls Olive... And brings her over to the thing to see him. But then they still don't get back together. And then it gets to the point where he's really sick. And he sort of organizes a way for them to get back together. And like... Parent traps them. Parent traps them, basically, yeah. Um, And then gets to the point where like... He's like, Elizabeth, you have to tell her that you love her. Um, And there's this really moving segment of... Elizabeth like getting down on the floor and like a apo- both of them getting down on the floor and apologizing to Olive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna die soon." Yeah. And he was like, "Neither of you are happy without each other. Yeah. And you two are in love with each other, and you need to just accept that. Yeah. And I don't and want our kids so to see you so resentful. And, yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, Elizabeth, and Elizabeth gets down on her knees and she has tears in her eyes and she's like, Olive. I cannot live without you. Yeah, and like love's just gonna have to be enough. Yeah, yeah. it's really moving and and, and sweet. Like, Olive is crying, and then she takes her back. Yeah, and she's like, "I want a new stove." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it sort of the movie sort of ends with like um uh, a little catch up on like what happened in the rest of their life, and it says how he passed, and and the two women went on to live with each other, and then of course Elizabeth died last she like (laughs) was stubborn and like lived until like 86 years old or something um so that's the plot of the movie we've covered a lot of it um since then but um 
Yeah, the one thing I wanted to say about the accuracy is that um, not a lot is known about the specifics of their relationship. So yes, he was sleeping with both women, but there's no factual evidence that shows that the two women were actually together. Oh. And... Um, Good for the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, they were like, <laughs> I don't know, but well, we're sure it's not gonna make these two hot ladies fuck. <laughs> and I'm glad that the movie went in that direction. But like, I was reading an article with like one of the kids, and they were saying like, I don't think they were ever together, and that sort of thing. But do you think it's just a kid being like? I don't know. So they were always just my mom and her friend. So the director. <laughs> so the director of the movie. Um, said that they had their sources that they that they were like someone close with the family like told me that their relationship was of this nature but then i read this why would they stay together why wouldn't they both move on well that's what i'm gonna say so the um so the daughter it was one of the daughters came forward and said well i guess their only daughter they just had one said that they yes the two late women were friends and that they lived together the whole time um but that she thinks that the two ladies probably lived together afterwards just because during that time it was easier to just live in the same house it would have been more expensive for one woman to leave and like get a new house and things like that um and she also says that while it's possible that they could have been together and she had not seen it um, that she was very outspoken with her mom, Elizabeth, and they talked about sex and things like that, and she feels that if that had happened, she would have shared that with her. Hmm. So I, I don't know. It could be one or the other. There's not... But um, I think for what... For the stuff that we do know, the movie's accurate, and I'm very grateful for the way that they filled in the parts that we don't know, because I... I th- for me, the relationship between the two women is really the crux of the movie, and he's sort of, which is interesting because the movie's supposed to be about him. But I feel like the women's relationship like is more important to me as a viewer when I'm watching it. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the reason why it hooked me so hard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm grateful that regardless of whatever happened, <laughs> that, we that we got, got this, this version movie. of the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Me too. Um, Let's see. Anything else we want to? Oh, um, the there's a really interesting scene in the beginning. Um, Olive's part part of like a sorority, and we sort of get this. Oh my god! The first I forgot time about the get, spanking. Yeah, part. there's a spanking scene. Oh. <laughs> that's actually that's disgusting right yeah. now. <laughs> um, and that's sort of when we start to see that maybe Elizabeth is sort of into BDSM because she, they're so they're watching like in secret. Charles and Elizabeth are watching Olive spank one of the sorority sisters, and you sort of see Elizabeth is having like a reaction to it, and um, and Charles uh. Starts to finger her. Starts to finger, yeah. Put his hand up her While dress While and... she watches Olive spank this other girl with a wooden plank, which is crazy, by the way. Yeah. That that was like probably what thing, what. I mean, for sure. Yeah, 30s, that's why 40s. they have that's why they have those paddles for sororities and fraternities. Because that's the girl what talked back, and yeah. it was like w- scary. But it was sorority like, really and fraternity high. culture is 
crazy and very toxic but yeah well but they made her do it and then she spanked this girl and <laughs> but she as she's like spanking the girl she makes eye contact with elizabeth yeah and she and she starts like, to get Fuck. into it because she sees that elizabeth is into it yeah she's like oh yeah you like that yeah oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, this movie made Peyton and, uh, Peyton and I horny. Yeah. It also just like opened up my mind to like, okay, this Producer is this like is it. like what it's like. <laughs> but it opened up my mind to be like, okay, this is what like a functional polyamorous relationship right. looks like. This is what a functional BDSM relationship looks like. It was very eye-opening for me, which I I think it was I'm so glad I watched it and I'm so glad you brought it in sweet hey, yeah. i'm so glad i watched it too because yeah. it was it was not something i like went out of my way to watch it just kind of watched it because it popped up yeah. in like things you might like and i was like oh i remember reading about this when it was being yeah. made and then it ended up like blowing my mind yeah i hope it's yeah. so well done yeah the and acting is is superb yeah and i think if it wasn't the movie wasn't so queer it would have had like a bigger like it would have been like theory of everything or something like oh, like it would have been a bigger mm-hmm. type of release and had more because this is the quality of it is like a a oscar nominated i think it was maybe intended to be a smaller no i was gonna say an award like an award season movie yeah and then it just kind of fell under yeah um but that for that reason i I mean i'm glad glad that i watched it and i'm glad that we're talking about it yeah and i hope that people listening to the show watch it and see i hope you guys like it yeah too. And I hope it is a good depiction of polyamory because I mean we we don't yeah know. we so don't if know there's anybody yeah. that's like I'm poly and this got this so off the mark yeah please let I don't us know like, disrespect we, yeah. anybody who identifies but yeah like, please reach out to us and let us know what you think about it mm-hmm. um, because we would love to get your perspective um, yeah and anything else we want to cover on the movie or <sighs> I don't know I just hope everybody watches it I hope everyone watches it I hope. You get hot from it because it's a hot movie. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, the Vito Russo test? Yeah, the Vito Russo test. All right, the Vito Russo test. Uh, It is a test to... Why do I always flub up? This is why I flubbed up (laughs) last time. What is it? It's so it's a test. Um, it's like a critique on film that focuses on the queer representation of characters in a film. Uh, the first rule is that perfect. <laughs> the first rule is that the character ha- uh, there has to be a character that identifies as LGBTQ. Um, the second rule is that they have to have other identifying characteristics besides being uh, identifying as queer in some way. And the third rule is that if you had removed them from the film, uh, it would significantly change the plot which it would yeah. of course i think this movie passes all three it does um here at queer movie night we rate our movies um b- based on the kinsey scale six being completely homosexual zero being completely heterosexual and the more the more homosexual the better the movie the better the movie, better the, movie the more homosexual yeah <laughs> and we base that on uh our feelings about the movie and also the uh the portrayal of queer characters in the movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this one a six. I Damn, really, I wanted to too. I really, really <laughs> loved it, and I think, I think the portrayal of their relationship and their sexuality was very nuanced and realistic. And I, th- I thought it was good on. I thought it was great on all ends. And, I was uh, gonna say that too. Yeah. That would have been. This is shocking. No, it's not. It's not shocking at all. I always, but I wasn't gonna change my answer this time yeah. because I was thinking you were that. gonna stand tall. Yeah. Um, I could watch this movie every day. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I probably 
will we'll do it. it. Well, I'm a I'm a frequent movie like same movie watcher. Oh yeah. You nice. know, there's some people that only watch one like a movie once. Mm-hmm. I'm not that way. If I like something, I'll watch it 45 times. Nice. So <laughs> this is one of those movies for me Great. that I just like loved. Can't recommend enough. All right. As always, we got to plug Dreamboat, Mm -hmm. uh, all-queer improv team at IO Chicago. They play Fridays at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else else will be going on when this comes. (laughs) Let's end it there. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe us. Follow us on Queer Movie Night at Instagram, Twitter. um, Yeah, Instagram and Twitter, Facebook. Um, and uh, watch out for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Peyton Cody Lynch on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Facebook, and Deborah Debeck on Instagram. Peyton, what is your next pick? Um, so I'm really excited. My next pick is uh, this movie called The Way He Looks, and it's actually my favorite gay movie ever. Favorite? Yeah. Ooh, and you've been sitting on it till season two. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Wonder women, if you love us, wonder women. Wonder women, if you love us, fuck us. If you wonder, this is a bad I'm just myself. going, I'm just going. Usually you, you sing go. along with me and you're giving me a look of like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Wonder Women, if you love us, if you want us. Wonder Women, if you want us, then you fuck us. <laughs> Are you done? Yes. yes. Stop the episode. Uh. I want to get off. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.